we know And for now this rental's our home If we gon' be a reflection Gotta make this third rock glow personal growth through spirituality, and I'm your host, psychic, medium, and intuitive, Nicole Bowman. I want to thank you guys so much for sharing your light with me and being a part of the show tonight. If you are brand new to the Live the Light family, please take a moment to follow the show. Just click the follow button on the blog talk radio icon, and also take a moment to share this broadcast. Um, You can just copy the link and you can share it in your social media. So please share on your Facebook, 
you can upload to YouTube, share on your Instagram, because sharing is caring. And that really helps the show to grow, evolve, and build and having even more listeners. So it is much, much appreciated. Um, so tonight's show is all about forgiveness and if it is necessary. You know, we've often heard on our spiritual journey and our spiritual path that if we do not forgive others, if we do not forgive ourselves, we're not necessarily going to be able to move forward and grow and evolve as we would like to. And so tonight we're going to talk about that a great deal, and we're going to talk about forgiveness, and we're going to talk about maybe what we need to know about that. We're going to talk about how to apply that. Um, so we'll do that in just a moment. Um, but before we do, I want to touch on something that we looked at last week. Uh, last week, we were talking about psychic support, and we were talking about psychics, mediums, healers, and empaths needing to feel supported and needed to feel as if they are a part of a greater and a larger community and how important that is. And as I was doing the show last week, I did readings for uh, quite a few clients who, who called in and wanted a reading on air. And one of the clients mentioned something that was very interesting that actually stuck with me. And I've been ruminating on this and I've been praying and meditating on this since the show. Uh, she mentioned that she had gotten readings with lots of psychics in the past. And there were times where a psychic would behave or treat her in such a way that was rude or disrespectful. And she really just didn't understand that. You know, and, and as I listened to the client, there were a couple of things that immediately came through right there, you know, as we were doing the reading for her. And then there were some other things that came through a little bit later, you know, and one of the major things that, that came through, and this is more for those of us who do readings, is that, you know, we, we have to understand that when you're moving into a space of helping another human being, you cannot help them from a place of judgment. You cannot help them from a place of demeaning. You cannot help them from a place of uh, putting them down. So if you are judging someone, you're not going to be able to help them. So it's always important that when we as psychics, mediums, healers, root workers, it's so important when we approach the work, we approach it from a place of compassion, you know, and we help that client to heal and uplift. And more than anything, we're not really doing the healing. What we're actually doing is we're creating a space for that healing to occur. So it's so important to note that. You know, but the second thing that also came up for those of us who do this work is that we have to be very mindful of our own mental health. We have to be mindful of our own emotional and spiritual well-being. You know, because a lot of times when psychics, mediums, or healers are snapping at clients or getting angry or things of this nature, a lot of times that stems sometimes from a lack of self-care and a lack of balance. Sometimes that also stems from a lack of healthy boundaries. Or maybe you've been letting many clients, you know, run over you or demand free readings, demand free healings, demand free energy, demand things that are not necessarily in line with your principles, demand things that are not necessarily fair. So it's very, very important to set those boundaries and have those boundaries in place. And then the final thing that I received, you know, after I spoke with this individual was the responsibility of the client. You know, and oftentimes clients may not feel that they have personal responsibility in a reading or healing process, but you absolutely do. When it comes to readings, when it comes to healings, when it comes to root work or magical work or any sort of remediation or spiritual service, active participation in healing is required. And so if you're looking at it from the space of this psychic medium or healer coming down to save you, coming down to rescue you, you're going to be sorely disappointed. And you also have to understand you as the client, if you are encroaching on the boundaries, the protocols, and the steps that that psychic medium or spiritual worker has set in place in order to give you a reading, if you're encroaching upon that, the first time they may say it kindly. The second time it may be met with rudeness because you're not getting it. Right. So 
we have to be respectful of each other. We have to be compassionate with each other. We have to be mindful that readings, healings, root work, magical work, it is an energetic exchange. It is an energetic exchange between the reader and the client, but it's also an energetic exchange between the reader in the universe and the client in the universe and the spirits that come into that space. So we always need to respect that. We always need to have reverence for that. It's so incredibly important that we do that. So, you know, I, I just wanted to make mention and make note of that because I felt that was something that I overlooked in, in the past show, and I wanted to stress that. Active participation in your healing, active participation in your reading, active participation in your root work is required. You must take up space. You must bring energy to the room and to the space. And one final thing to reiterate before we move on to forgiveness, bringing energy into the space is not necessarily about bringing money, even though you may be paying for a service. Bringing energy to the space is about, <clears throat> pardon me, being balanced, being centered, and being ready to receive what's coming through. Understanding our actions and behavior and how our actions and behavior brought us to this place. Understanding how our actions and behavior can get us out of this place. Understanding how our actions and behavior can help us grow and evolve. And so that's what I mean by talking about personal responsibility. Right, So we are going to step into forgiveness in just a moment, but before we do that, we're actually going to go to a musical break. So I'm going to put on a song by DC Talk called Between You and Me. Um, this uh, talk, or this song rather, is about forgiveness. It's about the energy of forgiveness um, and about what that means and about how that looks and about how we approach forgiveness. So I put that on in just a moment, and uh, once that comes on, then we'll come back and talk. This is DC Talk.
Well, if you are just tuning in, this is Live the Light, a show about personal growth through spirituality. And I'm your host, psychic, medium, and intuitive, Nicole Bowman. And I want to thank you guys so much for being a part of the show and for sharing your light with me. And tonight, we're going to be talking all about forgiveness. Is it necessary as we move through our spiritual journey to forgive others and forgive ourselves? Now, when I look at this uh, from the standpoint, not just as a psychic, medium, and intuitive, but simply from the standpoint of a spiritual being living out this physical existence, I would say, yes, forgiveness is necessary. It is, in fact, instrumental in moving forward with your life. But when I look at forgiveness, I don't necessarily look at it from the lens of forgiving someone, pardoning someone, and then allowing a person who has hurt you or harmed you to come back into your life. Nor do I look at it from the standpoint of forgiving yourself for wrongdoings and past doings and then engaging in the same behavior again. Instead, I see forgiveness more as letting the whole thing go, releasing the whole thing to the divine, letting the whole thing go up to God and simply saying, you know what, I'm going to move forward with my life. I'm going to let this go. I'm going to release this because that is what I need to do for me. So when I look at forgiveness, I look at it from that standpoint, because let's be honest, you know, if we're looking at it from a person to person standpoint or a person to organization standpoint or a person to, you know, an employer or employee standpoint, sometimes there are people who simply don't feel that they have done anything wrong and therefore they don't necessarily feel or sense they need to be pardoned for anything, right? So it's not necessarily about trying to get an individual to see the error of their ways or their wrongdoing. But it's more about looking at the situation and saying, what is the situation teaching me? What do I need to know about this situation? What am I learning from this process and experience? And how can I grow? You know, that, that, that's the big thing. And another interesting thing about forgiveness or this concept of forgiveness, if you will, um, that I, I find sometimes gets overlooked is being able to see the perfection in what has happened to us, right? Because Forgiveness doesn't just lie between us and other people. Sometimes it lies within ourselves. You know, sometimes we've engaged in behaviors or we've behaved in ways that we just don't really feel good about, right? And it's difficult to get over that. It's difficult to let that go. It's difficult to say, well, I was a different person then. I didn't make a wise choice then. I didn't make a good choice then. But I am moving forward. I am growing. I am expanding. And so, you know, sometimes what helps is to look at the perfection, of something. And, and sometimes perfection comes from really negative things and really negative circumstances and upbringings. You know, in my personal experience, you know, I'll share this. Growing up, um, I grew up in a family where there was verbal and at times physical abuse, you know, and, and, and that was very difficult at times. And the ability to cultivate and create a sense of self esteem, to cultivate and create a relationship with God, to cultivate and create and know that I was a good person and I was okay and I was going to do, do good things in the world, sometimes it was difficult for me to believe that. But looking back as an adult, I can see the perfection of that upbringing because how better to learn to love yourself than be in an environment where loving yourself is not something that is celebrated. How better to understand God than being in an environment where the views on what God, spirituality, and religion are are very stringent. Because that allows you to think, that allows you to grow, that allows you to push past boundaries, right, that may have been put in place. So we have to be able to see the perfection in the moments. We have to be able to see even the perfections in the ups and the downs, even the perfections in, in times where people have wronged us or hurt us, you know. There are many people who have dealt with loss. There are many people who have dealt with death. And the truth is when loss or death or even betrayals of a certain degree happen, you are never going to be the same person. 
And I think that's the most important thing to remember and understand. When these things happen, they forever change who you are. They forever change how you look at the world. They forever change how you look at experiences. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they have to harden you, but I would say that these experiences widen you. You know, they help you to understand human behavior. They help you to understand discernment. They help you to be able to listen to spirit and hear what spirit is saying to you. So if you are going through a difficult time, if you feel like you've been wronged by someone, if you feel like you've been mistreated by someone, if you feel as if you've been mistreated by people, it's okay to feel anger and frustration and sadness and pain and rage and any host of things. It's okay to go through those emotions and feel those emotions. But after you've gone through those emotions, after you've held those emotions, after you've moved through that space, so to speak, then it's about coming out the other end and saying, what did I learn? What did this experience come into my life to teach me? Right? And the lesson is not about the individual on the other end. The lesson is about you and how this shaped you and framed you and molded you and strengthened you as a person. And, you know, one of the things that I find specifically you know, with things where there's disappointment or there's sadness or there's negativity or there's loss, oftentimes what those situations do is they strengthen us up and they give us a sense of compassion for other people. You know, oftentimes you're going through pain or you're going through negativity or you're going through the ups and downs in life. What ends up happening in that experience and situation is that you're able to be there for somebody on the other end. Because you've been where they are, you can offer a shoulder to lean on. You can offer a shoulder to cry on. You can offer words of wisdom. So absolutely see what you're going through sometimes as necessary, as a part of your experience to grow into the person you're supposed to be. But I would say it helps not to see forgiveness as a pardoning that you're doing for the other person, but something that you are doing for yourself. And it's really just about letting things go. Because one interesting thing that I also find is that the universe, the creator, if you want, want to call that energy that, the universe of the creator sees all, right? So we may think that we've done or said something and it's overlooked. We may think we've planted a seed that is never going to grow. But the universe sees everything. The universe feels everything. The universe responds to everything we put out. It might not necessarily happen right away, but it does happen. And so I am saying that to say, because I feel there may be some people listening now or possibly in the archives, if you feel like there is a certain amount of retribution that you deserve and you feel that you have not received it, understand that sometimes retribution, sometimes reward, punishment, whatever word you want to use to, to signify that or to quantify that, um, these things often happen when they need to happen, not necessarily when we want them to happen. But, you know, I can say from personal experience, what we send out into the world always comes back. So sometimes the best thing you can do is simply let it go. Let it fall off your shoulders. Let it leave your heart. Let it leave your mind. Let it leave your body. Let it leave your spirit and move forward and say, who am I today? How am I different now? What, what did I learn? You know, and how can I move forward? And I think that really helps to, pardon me, bring forgiveness together. You know, so that's what I have to say on forgiveness. Um, before we go to another musical break, I will give you the guest call-in number. That number is area code 646-668-2540. So if you have a question, if you have a comment, if there is someone that you're having a difficulty forgiving, you know, if you feel that forgiveness is not necessary at all, I want to hear from you. 
Um, and the reason that I want to hear from you is because when we have these conversations, when we have these dialogues, we grow, we evolve. You know, and even when I'm doing readings for one client, for example, on air, that reading may touch many people's lives because it is a teaching tool. We're being used by spirit. We're being used by creator uh, to share information and to share guidance. So I feel like that is really, really important to note. Um, and, you know, and, and I also want to say, and, and I want to talk about this before we go to, to a musical break as well, um, there were a couple of other things that I wanted to touch on. One of the things that, you know, sort of comes through uh, loud and clear as well is developing and creating a relationship with the divine. When you develop and create a relationship with the divine that is uniquely yours, right, you may not understand all of why everything happens in your life. You may not understand all of why certain things come to pass. But you can lean on the understanding of an energy that is sometimes greater than you. And it's interesting, um, for those of you who listen, you may be familiar with my YouTube channel, but my YouTube channel is also called Live the Light. Um, and I just created a weekly soul or a monthly soul scope, rather, for the month of August. And the overwhelming message that came through is that this month it is so important, more so than ever, to surrender and to rely on the divine. Sometimes we try to approach things from our own level of understanding. Sometimes we try to approach things from our own level of struggle. Sometimes we try to approach things from our own level of problem solving. Um, and that doesn't always work. There are times where we just need to let that go and we need to release and we need to give it up to a power and energy that is greater than us. You know, and the interesting thing is that even though that power and energy may be greater than any one individual, that energy lives in us. So if you just give and release to that inner knowing inside of you, if you give and release to the part of you that's eternal, you're going to get the answers. You know, and one of the things that I find that helps a lot is rather than demanding that answers have to come a certain way, simply say, show me. Simply say, use me. Simply say, illuminate me. Tell me what I need to know so that I can move forward. And I find that that is incredibly helpful. It's incredibly helpful. So we're going to go to another musical break. If you would like to call in, the call-in number is area code 646-668-2540. My name is Nicole Bowman, psychic, medium, and intuitive. And tonight's show is all about forgiveness. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you have to say about forgiveness and how you feel about the forgiveness process. So uh, let's go to one more song, and then after that we'll come back and we'll talk a bit more. Once again, this is Liz
you are just tuning in, this is Live the Light, a show about personal growth through spirituality. And I'm your host, psychic, medium, and intuitive, Nicole Bowman. And tonight's show is all about forgiveness. Is it necessary? You know, and so I think we kind of touched on it before. I've shared my views and thoughts on it and experience, which is, yes, forgiveness is necessary. Um, but it's not necessarily forgiveness in that old-fashioned way of inviting someone to dinner. It is a forgiveness in that way of letting the whole thing go of knowing and understanding that there is a divine plan, of knowing and understanding that there might be lessons and information um, and, and things that will eventually be brought to the surface that help you to better understand why these things happened. You know, And we may not understand it or know it all right now, but eventually we will get that message. You know, It, it kind of goes back, I think, to the Bible scripture where we talk about not leaning on our own understanding. You know, sometimes in leaning on our own understanding and in leaning on our ability to uh, problem solve and solve problems and work things out, sometimes we're doing it from our vantage point. And that vantage point may be looking at things a year down the road, five years down the road, ten years down the road. We may not be able, however, to see a lifetime down the road, right? And so that is where it's so important to merge our energy with that divine energy. And it's okay to humble ourselves and to say, you know, I don't necessarily know what I feel or I believe at this moment, but I am willing to open up and I'm willing to be shown. I'm willing to be guided. You know, and people often ask me how to develop their psychic abilities and their intuitive abilities and how to better develop a relationship with creator or God or great spirit or whatever word you use for that. And, and the big thing is it really starts with listening. It starts with surrender. Um, it starts with less talking and more being you know, less doing and more just sitting and being and being receptive to what comes in. You know, sometimes it's about sitting quietly on a Sunday or a Saturday afternoon and watching life and watching things pass you by and just allowing the divine to speak to you. You know, sometimes it's about saying, I'd like an answer to this question, but understanding that answer may not come immediately. It might come a couple of weeks from now, a couple of days from now, a few minutes from now. You know, it may come through your children. It may come through your partner. It may come through a word that a coworker or a business partner says to you, right? But, but, but part of developing those abilities is being receptive, you know, and, and that's the part of us where for us all it's important to embrace that feminine aspect, which is the receptivity. Um, you know, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I'm led to talk about it before I close tonight. You know, there is masculine and feminine energy in all of us. And there is masculine and feminine energy in this universe, you know, and, um, and, and we need both. We need the feminine side that is receptive and open and listening and watching and discerning. And we need the masculine side that is going out there and doing it and making it happen. Both are necessary for creation. And so we have to learn in order to connect to the divine, we have to learn when to sit back and when to be receptive. And that receptivity is actually an act of embracing our femininity, whether we be male or female, right? And when you are able to work those sides, when you are able to access that masculine energy of being out in the world and voyaging and seeking and searching, and when you are able to embrace that feminine side of sitting and watching and discerning and divining, when you are able to do both, you are in balance. And that is the biggest thing. Uh, I think the greatest gift that forgiveness and, I, and, and by forgiveness, I mean surrender and letting go. The greatest gift that forgiveness can give is the ability to bring us back into balance. Okay? So um, I, I was going to let the show go a little bit longer, but I feel like the message has 
has been given. Um, so if you would like to connect with me for a reading, you can go to NicoleBowman.biz uh, for readings and more. Um, immediately following this broadcast, I will be available for immediate readings on Best American Psychic Click for Advisor. So in order to schedule a re in order to have a reading rather immediately following this bro broadcast, just go to www.NicoleBowman.biz and on the front page you'll see a call now button. You can connect with me and I will be giving readings about 10 p.m. Eastern time, okay? And we're about 9.30 p.m. Eastern time right now. Um, and also, if you have questions about finding a spiritual teacher, if that's something that you want to talk about, um, I just created an e-guide called Finding a Spiritual Teacher. And this e-guide touches on the six qualities that are present in ethical, competent spiritual teachers, you know? And I was led to write this because over the years, you know, I I've studied with people and I've also um, had many clients who have studied with people. And some of the experiences have been really positive and uplifting and illuminating. And some of the experiences have, have been quite negative, right? And, and so I've narrowed it down to six qualities you want to look for in a competent, ethical, spiritual teacher. So if you were my client and, and you were looking for a spiritual teacher or you were trying to embark upon a spiritual path, I would sit down with you and I would touch on these six qualities and make sure that whoever you are studying with or working with has them. So you can also find that at NicoleBowman.biz. Always remember to live your light, live your bliss, love yourself. Have a wonderful week and take care, guys.